With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I hope all of you are having fantastic starts to your Wednesday as you roll in here with our number three of the program. We are overloaded with sports, the busiest August in the history of our country as it pertains to sports and frankly, Maybe the busiest month of sports overall. If you look ahead to what's coming on this weekend, starting tomorrow, we've got the PGA Championship. Tiger Woods is back. They're going to be out in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, We have got the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball all officially underway, plus a UFC event every single day right now from 12 uh, noon Eastern until basically midnight there are sports being played. As much MLB as you could possibly want, as much NBA as you could possibly want, as much Major League Baseball as you could possibly want. And interestingly, we are starting to learn what the public wants. And what the public seems to want is a lot of golf because golf is outperforming everybody else relative to expectations. And the NBA is underperforming the most. And so... I think there is an intriguing question to be asked. Is the public voting that they don't want politics mixed with their sports based on the viewership trends that we are seeing so far? Of the major sports that are going on right now, last week, we'll see whether these continue the trends this week when the PGA starts up. I think the PGA Championship is going to blow every other sporting event out of the water this weekend couple of reasons. One, Tiger's back. And Tiger did not play in the WGC event and the PGA uh, WGC event down in Memphis last weekend. It outrated every sporting event that was on television except it narrowly lost to Lakers Clippers, the NBA debut return on that Thursday night. So otherwise, the PGA won, okay? Uh, Head-to-head against everybody. So, 
as we look ahead to this weekend, Tiger's back, so the number of people are going to skyrocket just based on that. And also, we've got a primetime golf event. So if you're out there right now and you're thinking, hey, what's the golf scenario? Remember, they're playing in San Francisco Bay, so it won't end on Sunday night until 9 p.m. Eastern. So you're talking about Sunday night golf, which doesn't happen very often with a major. And you're also talking about Saturday night golf. So uh, maybe you and the boys, you and the girls, you can grill out, you can chill, you can hang, and you can watch the golf event on primetime Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not going to end until late in the evening. And I think golf is going to dunk all over everybody else, the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball. But interestingly, if you look at the data, the data would reflect that the sports that are having the least to do with politics are rating the highest right now. Golf has almost nothing to do with politics. They didn't make any major statements. They don't play the national anthem. Everybody doesn't come out and take a knee or stand or do whatever you want. They're just showing up on the golf course and playing golf. And people are like, I enjoy this. I'm going to watch it. And they're watching potentially this weekend. I'm telling you, I think the golf numbers are going to be through the absolute roof with this PGH major event going on, which is happening in San Francisco and is going to be in prime time. Combining that with Tiger Woods, if Tiger is actually in contention, I think the number of you people watching, number of people out there viewing is going to be through the roof. Second best in terms of performance, according to my poll, well, I'll pause here for a sec, Major League Baseball and hockey have both pretty much abandoned politics. Hockey never had it, right? Uh, Eddie Garcia, you told us, because I, I didn't watch this, the return of hockey, but by and large, when you watch hockey right now and you're in heaven because there are six playoff games going on all day long every day, there's virtually no politics, right? The weird thing about hockey right now is that we're playing all these playoff games and also that there's no crowds present. But if you're just put, flipping on a hockey match, you would have no idea that anything's going on that's associated with uh, with politics, right? Uh, there was one uh, demonstration, I guess you would say. They had a player speak before the, the, the first nationally televised game on NBC, and then they had a couple of players take a knee in another game, and since then there's been nothing else. Okay, so you can watch hockey for 12 hours and basically be like, hey, I just want to have a beer and watch dudes wreck each other on the ice, and there's not much politics involved. Major League Baseball, I want to bring in Danny G because I know you're a big Dodger fan. I've been watching the Braves every night because my nine-year-old's a big Braves fan. He wants to talk about the Braves all the time. So, uh, so I'm watching these games a lot. I don't see any politics at all in Major League Baseball now. They went way over the top on the opening Thursday of the Major League Baseball season. But do you see anything when you watch the Dodgers now that feels like, hey, this is a super political event? No. And remember, we're not going to have a national anthem shown on TV for a baseball game, not until the uh, playoffs or World Series come around. So yeah. that's why we haven't seen anything after opening day. All right, so there's zero doubt that the NBA is by far going after politics the most. They have statements on the back of jerseys. They have Black Lives Matter on the court. And they also, are they still showing the national anthem before every NBA game? 
Is anybody actually watching the start of an NBA game on the show? I haven't seen it lately. I mean, are you watching? Yeah, I, I watched the start I, of the Lakers game the other day. I didn't see the national. I, I don't watch the. Uh, I, I don't watch the start of NBA games very often because I like to watch the NBA, but I usually watch second halves of games because I'm like the first half of an NBA game just doesn't feel like it ever matters. Um, so if I'm betting on a game, I almost exclusively, unless I'm betting the first half, I almost exclusively watch the second half. Dub, have you been watching? Have you seen the open of any NBA game? Yeah, so the Spurs-Sixers game the other night, I had the Sixers stream on the TV because we were trying to figure it out. Then I had the local Spurs broadcast on my iPad. The Spurs broadcast did not show it. The Sixers local Philly broadcast did show it. So is it a local decision that's being made by regional sports networks then? I mean, that would be my assumption based on that because the Spurs broadcast did not show it while the 76ers broadcast did. Oh, that's kind of fascinating, actually. Um, well, the point here is, so you got the kneeling during the anthem in the NBA. You have the names on the back of the jerseys uh, that are supporting, sorry, not even the names, although they have added the names now back. But you had uh, political statements on the back of the jerseys and uh, you have Black Lives Matter that is written on the court. Is it a coincidence that the NBA is performing the worst in terms of audience and that the PGA which is doing the least politics, is performing the best? I don't think so. I asked you guys in a poll question, because I was curious with my audience that's out there, which sport is your top pick to watch for an insanely crowded weekend coming up? And let me look at the most recent numbers. In the first hour and a half of voting, over 21,000 of you have voted. And 58% of you are saying you are going to watch the PGA Championship. So of my audience out there, and again, we're getting up into a pretty big number. You can go vote yourself. Over 21,000 of you have voted since we started the radio show and put this podcast up. I mean, sorry, put this uh, poll up. 58% of you are saying you're going to watch the PGA Championship. 18% of you are saying you're going to watch the NHL playoffs. 15% of you are saying you're going to watch Major League Baseball. 9% of you are saying you're going to watch the NBA. So a huge, massive audience is looking forward to the PGA Championship this weekend, according to my poll, followed by the NHL playoffs. That doesn't really surprise me on the NHL playoffs because NASCAR has a hardcore niche that is committed to watching NASCAR that doesn't necessarily rise over and above that, that number. 18% in the NHL playoffs, 15% Major League Baseball, and the NBA getting 9% of the vote. Do you buy into my theory, Danny G, that it's related to politics at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that it's affecting the NBA somewhat, but what I, and I mentioned this in hour one, the true test for how much the NBA has bothered some of its core fans will be day one of the NBA playoffs round one. Yeah. Because that's when most casual basketball fans come around and actually pay attention. Right now, there is, with us, hardcore sports fans, we want to know who's going to get that 8-9 spot. Casual basketball fans don't care. Do you think that the decision, and I don't know, somebody looked this up. I don't know if it was planned. Do you think the decision to put the names back on the jersey, meaning the player names, is partly a recognition that they may have gone overboard by putting like education reform and say her name or whatever it is on the back of the jerseys as opposed to the names? I actually looked this up yesterday and there's nothing online about it. 
When the NBA restarted, I did hear announcers saying that the NBA's plan was to gradually go back to the names on the jersey as the playoffs started. Yeah. So I don't know if this just happened a week sooner than what we expected or if this was the plan all along. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because, and, and I'm sure you, I mean, I know you like uh, the NBA and I enjoy watching every sport, basically. Look, I mean, I watch everything, but I, there were a lot of guys I'm watching in the NBA and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, the like for instance, the Lakers have a lot of new guys on the roster or guys that are playing more minutes than would ordinarily have been playing with uh, with the decisions of Rondo and uh, and uh, what, what's the other guy's name who decided to sit out? Oh, uh, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley, with yeah. their decisions to sit out. Like, the, the lineups just look different. And so, like, there were multiple times I was like, who is this dude? And I'm like, oh, it's education reform. <laughs> yeah, right. We, like, we I mean, all know J.R. Smith's lazy eyes. But, yeah, a casual fan tuning a Lakers game on would, would not recognize Dion Waiters. Exactly right. Squad. Like, I was like, who is this kind of chubby dude <laughs> just jacking up shots from every different angle on the court? And, and so I was like, oh, it's Dion Waiters. But I had to Google it. I was like, who else did the like, – because, I look, I understand some of you are hardcore. Like, you're like, oh, I know every roster move that my team makes. And I understand that. Good for you. Most people are casual fans. And so, you know, you watch the Lakers. You know a bunch of the dudes. But there are new guys that are playing. And I'm like, I don't know who these guys are. And so, I don't think that's good for the NBA to have people not aware of who who's even on the court. So, I think they're going to – completely uh, sort of wipe out the names on the back of the jersey and uh, the, the social justice activism on the back of the jersey. And I don't I don't even think, Danny G, like, do you get the sense that that was ever a very popular decision in the first place? Well, you had star players like LeBron. Never doing it. Yeah, come out and say, hey, they didn't even ask me for my opinion on this. I, I would have said something different on my jersey. And so it just seemed like Adam Silver in the league – pushing the line a little too far even with the players and what they wanted to do because the players weren't involved in the decision of what phrases for the jerseys were going to go on the you know on this list so with that said and LeBron and a couple other stars coming out saying they were just going to have their regular usual name on the back it wasn't popular to to begin with yeah so I think that I thought it was interesting like when I put on what was it the games this week and all of a sudden the names are on the back of the jersey again uh, I think the NBA is looking – I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the NBA is looking at the ratings, and they're like, uh-oh. And for those of you out there who aren't aware, usually when the, the sport comes back, what we have seen is there's a huge immediate spike in people who are just excited to have the sport back. We saw it with NASCAR, where NASCAR produced a massive increase when their races came back. We saw it with the UFC – where the UFC produced a massive increase. Remember when Tiger and Phil played against Brady and uh, and Manning? The overall number of people who watched that golf event was, I think it was the most watched golf event ever on cable. And it was just a couple of former NFL quarterbacks and two golfers playing basically an exhibition. Uh, we saw it with Major League Baseball, which had the highest ratings ever for, I think it was like a nine-year high for a Major League Baseball game on cable when Major League Baseball came back. When the NBA came back, the ratings were below for uh, the Lakers-Clippers. Fewer people watched Lakers-Clippers with the NBA coming back after months off than watched Lakers-Clippers back in October. So back in October, remember, when Lakers-Clippers debuted with the NBA season out at the Staples Center, which feels like a lifetime ago, but back when that happened... 
we were talking about the NBA going head-to-head at that time with the NFL, uh, with uh, the fact that they were having to compete, as they do in their early part of their season, with football itself. But now, the NBA wasn't really competing with anything, and fewer people watched. So all these other sports saw a massive spike in their interest in viewership. The NBA got less viewers. And the NBA is continuing to trend down compared to regular season action. And that's despite the fact that they tried to set it up so they've had a lot of really good games. If you just look at the games and focus on the quality of play, it's been a lot higher than I think you could reasonably anticipate. So what in the world has actually gone on there? It is a fascinating question to think about. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Headed down to Orlando, Florida, where Chris Mannix is our man on the inside of the bubble at SI Chris Mannix on Twitter. You can follow him there. You can read him at Sports Illustrated. Chris, uh, let's start off right at the top here. The Memphis Grizzlies were like, oh, man, everybody disrespected us. They're trying to set it up so we don't make the playoffs. They have their fourth game today. I think it tips off as one of the first games they may go 1-7 and seven or 0-8, oh and eight, and instead of talking about them being in the playoff, I'm looking ahead and I'm like, I don't even see them in the 8-9 matchup. Am I crazy? Uh, or do you also, having been watching these games in person, see the same thing materializing in the Western Conference? I think it's, it's certainly possible because, you know, going into this, you can make an argument Memphis was being somewhat disrespected. There was the, the narrative about you know getting Zion in Portland we've been talking about but uh yeah once this thing started and their team just fell apart it's it's uh it's hard to look at them as being able to hold on to that number eight seed I mean Justice Winslow was the first to go now it's Jaron Jackson Jr. um you know they're only a game and a half up on Portland for that number eight spot and for them to have any chance of making the playoffs they have to hold on to it because they're not going to go into a play-in situation as a number nine seed and hope to beat Portland or New Orleans or, or any team that jumps them uh, for that spot. So there's there's just too many games left on the slate uh, for, for me to believe that Memphis you know can't hold on. As much as I like John Morant, the consensus rookie of the year, uh, he's got he doesn't have enough help around him. So I, I can certainly see Portland and New Orleans jumping him. But honestly, you know. This has been a weird restart. I mean, who thought Phoenix was going to go 3-0 and to start this thing, beat the Clippers last night? I mean, San Antonio is one shake Milton three away from being 3-0 and themselves. It's been, I mean, as, as weird as it is to see 22 out of the 30 teams down here, it's looking like a smart decision by the NBA to have those six teams in the Western Conference battling it out for that one uh, one spot. The quality of play has been really good. Um, I mean, that was – and now it may fade a little bit now that we have a lot of the top seeds sort of locked in more so than maybe they were when we started with the eight. Uh, and I also think, obviously, seeding is not of paramount importance necessarily. Uh, but would you agree with that, that the quality of play to me, and I've watched a lot of these games, has been much better than I would have anticipated? Well, it's been better offensively. I think defensively it stinks. And I don't think there's a lot of – there's not a lot going on on the yeah. defensive end of the floor for – I mean, look at it. How many games have finished under 100 points? Yeah. I don't know that there's more than a handful. Um, you know, we had one go over points. 300 in the total uh, between it's, the Mavs yeah, oh, yeah. and the Rockets. Yeah, I have a, a bunch of gambler friends who are making a killing betting the over and the money lines of these things. It's just – it's it's uh, it's been a wild 
you know, restart offensively. And, and maybe that comes back down to earth a little bit as players get into shape. I mean, defense has everything to do with conditioning. I, I've been a little bit surprised at how efficient teams have been from three-point range. They're not great, but they've been a lot better than what I thought they were going to be. So, I mean, that, that's, that's certainly a, a positive trend for the league to have these entertaining, high-scoring games, which always draw in more eyeballs than the reverse. Um, all right, let's go to uh, to the <laughs> sort of the top of the line here. What have you thought of the Lakers' play so far through three games? Yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, Anthony Davis has been great. Uh, LeBron has been really good. Kyle Kuzma's had his moments. I think that the lingering issues around the Lakers are still lingering. I mean, they're they're having to play Dion Waiters, who is a roller coaster ride in a six foot five body, and you've got J.R. Smith, who is understandably incredibly rusty after not playing all season long. And because of their depleted backcourt, with you know Bradley gone and Rondo out for at least the foreseeable future, I mean these guys, one of them is going to have to play and give them efficient minutes. Now, it's you know people kind of scoff at the notion that Portland could beat them in the first round, and I wouldn't bet on the Blazers, but. I mean, who defends that backcourt? I mean, if the Blazers get into the playoffs and it's Lillard and McCollum going up against, you know, Danny Green, Alex Caruso, and then whoever is behind them at that point, Catavius Caldwell-Pope as well, I mean, that's a big advantage, you know, for Portland there. So, look, I, I think LeBron is, is still LeBron. He came into this in great shape. Uh, Davis, you know, looks like one of the top three players that's part of this restart. Dwight Howard has been fine. Uh, but, but, you know, this a lot of what the Lakers do, their success – it might come down to, to Danny Green making shots and playing you know, championship-level defense. I mean, he has suddenly emerged as one of the real wild cards of this team and their ability to be successful. What have you seen so far in terms of breaking down who you think will be meeting in the NBA Finals? So based on what you've seen, basically almost coming up on halfway in the bubble uh, as we inch towards the playoffs, who would you assess as the best in the East and the best in the West? Well, the Bucks are making people a little bit nervous, and it's possible that Milwaukee just doesn't care at this point. I mean, you know, the Bucks may not play a meaningful game until September 1st. I mean, they really might not. I mean, you get they have these remaining seeding games, and you saw last night against Brooklyn, like they just don't care. Like they they aren't going to play Giannis or Chris Middleton in that second half, and whoever they play in the first round, it, it's going to be a glorified scrimmage You know when they go full bore, whether it's New Jersey or Washington, most likely, or, or Brooklyn, rather, in that spot. So I, I wonder about the Bucks and how many open three-point shots that they give up, but they're not. this is a tough thing to read early on because of how inconsequential these games are. I'm fascinated in the Eastern Conference by Toronto. I really am. Like The, the fact that the Raptors are considered a title contender after losing Kawhi Leonard is remarkable because the history in the NBA of teams after losing a player of that caliber is horrible. Whether it's Cleveland losing LeBron, Chris Paul when he left New Orleans, uh, you know, the first time, uh, Dwight Howard leaving Orlando, the, the list goes on. No team recovers from losing a player of that caliber. Not only Kevin Durant in, in Oklahoma City, another example. Um, the Raptors not only have recovered. But they're a threat to win the East, and I'm going to watch them play again later today. Siakam has been great. Uh, the, the front court has been great. Kyle Lowry has been great. And that team, and Fred Van Vliet for that matter, that team is just, it, you know, really knows how to play 
as a team. And and against a team like like Milwaukee, who they've already beaten in the playoffs last year, I, I look at the Raptors maybe being the biggest threat to knock off the Bucks. Uh, one of the big stories, obviously, has been off the court in terms of I say off the court, but they've got on the court Black Lives Matter. They have the social justice uh, statements on jerseys. Uh, and the kneeling before for the anthem and everything else. So that's been a huge story. I think it's honestly distracted from the play on the court, which has been pretty good. One thing I noticed this week was they've added the player names back to the back of the jersey. What do you know about that? Was that planned all along? Is the idea to phase out the messages on the jersey? How would you assess what the impact has been uh, from the league and whether that's likely to continue into the playoffs? Well, I think that's always been a part of the plan to return or add names, I should say, to the jerseys. And I don't, I don't know for sure what the plan in the playoffs is with the, the messaging on the back of the jersey, but I would imagine if the players want it, it will continue. And it's pretty clear uh, that they want it up until this point. I mean, look, I understand that it, to, to some, it is a distraction. And the NBA, we've talked about this. Like, the NBA knows there's a portion of the fan base, of the public, that's not going to take well to this, that's going to, to push back on on various parts of, of, of the social justice movement the players are, are, are involved in. But as I've said to you, I think, before, this has all been factored into the accounting. Like, the NBA knows that they'll lose some fans, they'll get some pushback, there'll probably be some stuff coming from the White House about it, but they've, they've decided to, to cast their lot, uh, you know, with this this side of the debate, and and they believe that not only is it the right thing to do, but it's what you know their players, eighty percent of which are minority, uh, ultimately support. So they'll live with whatever ratings dip comes from it. it it's just going to be part of the whole process. That's fascinating to me, just from a pure business perspective. Let's just step back, right, and not even consider the politics angle on it. If somebody came to me and they said, hey, Clay, as a result of what you're doing on your radio show, you are losing 20% of your audience. Let's just toss mm-hmm. it out there. I would be like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I think almost every business out there, if you went to them and you said, hey, there's this decision that you are voluntarily making that is costing you 20% of your audience. Mm-hmm. Every business in America that is in a capitalistic business, they would all say, we're not going to do that. It seems like a really bad business decision to me, leaving aside whatever the politics are, right? You could embrace super conservative politics. You could embrace super liberal politics, whatever it is. If it costs me 20% of my business, and I think there's a decent chance that when all is said and done, the NBA is at least losing 20% viewership by what they're doing, that seems like an awful decision to me. Wouldn't, like, uh, purely from a business perspective, and I can't even think of a precedent, you may be able to think of one, of any other business making that decision, which means it's to me just kind of without precedent and frankly crazy. No, in my I, I can't think of I can't think of anything comparable at this point. I just think that this is where the NBA stands, and they've decided not to move off it. Now, the bigger question, and look, the ratings, you know, I'm sure taking a hit, but it's kind of hard to gauge because they are going to be on the higher side because of them coming back and them being gone so long and then the desire for, on some level, you know, to watch NBA basketball. The question to me is going to be what happens next year, whenever next year starts. Um, you know, will the NBA continue to allow players to express themselves 
uh, during the national anthem. They've been reluctant and, and publicly resistant to that in the past. Will there be any accommodations when it comes to uh, what they can wear on their jersey? I mean, the NBA, dating back to the David Stern days, you know, in the early 2000s, they made some strong moves to, to kind of reshape the image of the league, uh, whether it came to what players can wear on the bench, to what they can do uh, during games. I mean, there are constant debates about, you know, style of headbands. Recently, a couple of years ago, guys were wearing those longer headbands during games. The NBA legislated that out, you know, uh, I think it was uh, for the start of this season. So, you know, I think this, this sort of what's happening in the bubble is a, a decision unto itself. Like, they'll, they'll do whatever they have to do right now to get through the next three months of this resumed season. How they treat next year and beyond, I think, is the more interesting debate. That's when the finances might come more into play. That's when I think more you know, uh, uh, different decisions might be made as a result of all this. Right now, this is kind of where they stand, and they're not going to move off it, regardless of what kind of business they might be losing. Uh, what is the vibe inside of the bubble now that you have been there for a couple of weeks? Does it feel more relaxed? Does it feel more comfortable? Uh, or is the tension kind of ratcheted up because you're like, man, yeah, this still sucks. I'm here. Like, does that make sense? Like, and how do you think it might be translating not just from the media, but to interpersonal relationships with teams, uh, with the, with, uh, with the coaching. And the reason why I bring it up is you can't get away, right? Like, let's say you don't like your teammates or you get frustrated with your coaches. You can go home to the wife or the girlfriend. You can go play with the kids you can kind of disappear. That isn't really an option in the bubble. How do you see that playing out, and does it feel different now a couple of weeks into you than it did maybe when you first got there? It doesn't feel too much different as far as the vibe I'm getting from players that I've talked to, coaches that I've talked to. Uh, For coaches and front office members, you know, keeping players mentally engaged remains an ongoing concern. And Eric Spolster was telling me this just the other day, like he talks to these guys every day about making sure you get out of your room, whether it's going to play golf, even if you suck at it, going to <laughs> fish, even if you're terrible at it, like get out <laughs> yeah. of your room and, and engage with your environment. The, the last thing they want these guys to do is to spend 12 hours a day playing Fortnite or Call of Duty, which you know so many of them are, are want to do. And look, I spend most of my days in, in the lobby of the Coronado Springs where the practice facilities are and where a number of the meal rooms are. And, look, I see, I see the looks on players' faces as they, as they trudge back and forth between their room and the meal rooms. I mean, th- these rooms are sometimes their only escape. They've got, like, pinball games, arcade games in there to, to hang out with. They engage with their own teammates there. But up until this point, I don't think it's reached a, a tipping point where teams are really concerned. Now, there's still, for many teams – at least you know four weeks to go before they can theoretically get people into uh, into the bubble. So things could change pretty rapidly. But for right now, I think players are dealing with it. Teams are dealing with it, and there hasn't been, um, at least not from what I've heard, any kind of friction or real uh, despondence, for lack of a better word, about being in the bubble. What else should we know as we get ready for this weekend and we come up on the halfway point of the bubble that I haven't been smart enough to ask you about that you think would be interesting for fans to know as they roll into the weekend? You know, I don't know. I mean, if it's one specific thing, there are obviously players to watch when it comes to injury issues. Kemba Walker in Boston, to me, is one of the more fascinating guys. Um, He's been slowly ramped up with his uh, knee issues and, and he's coming back. 
Um, I, I just go back to the, the, the wild race in the Western Conference. I mean, the fact that Phoenix and San Antonio are good is remarkable. Like, the, the Suns, who have the youngest team in the NBA, are, are just playing out of their minds right now. Devin Booker, who a lot of people, myself included, uh, believed was more of an empty calories type of player, is coming up with, with big shots and big moments, not the least of which is what he did against the Clippers last night. I mean, if I'm, if I'm a fan of just watching random NBA basketball, I'd start tuning into these seeding games between the, the bottom six teams that are fighting for that last spot. I mean, they have been incredibly competitive and incredibly compelling, as every one of these teams knows that every single game in the standings counts. So, you know, that's something that if you're looking – because I think when you get to the top of the, the, the bracket, Clay, you're going to have a lot of these teams start to rest, guys. I mean, the Lakers are going to start to rest. The Bucks are going to start to rest. As the top three seeds kind of lock in their spots, they're going to start to rest. The real compelling games – are going to come in the bottom of the bracket where you have you know several teams in the West fighting for that one spot. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the bubble between now and then. You got it, Cliff. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be that's Chris Mannix at SI Chris Mannix. Uh, I teased this uh, right off the break. I want to hit it. Uh, UConn is announcing that they are suspending their college football season. It's not going to happen for the fall. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. That's good news on the Cardinals. In theory, in theory, that means by Friday, every Major League Baseball player will be back on the field. Every Sorry, I should say team. Every Major League Baseball team will be back by Friday on the field ready to go. So that is, uh, that is very positive news. Uh, I am uh, chasing down a couple of different stories out there. As we just mentioned, UConn canceling their season. I think that is an intriguing one to, uh, to, to, to think about. I wonder in many ways whether UConn is going to stay a major college football presence going forward in the years ahead. I'm not sure what their plans are going to be there. Uh, So that will be uh, interesting. The Big Ten has just announced big news. Uh, Starting September 5th, the Big Ten will return. The Big Ten title game will still be on December 5th in Indianapolis. So uh, the Big Ten is, uh, again, Michigan versus Ohio State. This news is just breaking as we are finishing uh, the show off here. Michigan-Ohio State will happen on October 24th. The Big Ten has officially released its schedule. I will tweet this out uh, for you here shortly. Uh, Dub, Danny G, jump in and see what news is out there. Again, Ohio State-Michigan is going to be October 24th. Um, this is a, uh, a big story to, uh, to follow. The Big Ten, I'm trying to pull up their schedule right now. The Big Ten would officially get underway on September 5th. I'm scrolling through. If I screw this up, I apologize because I'm trying to read it live on air and this graphic is not perfect. Uh, Illinois would open against Ohio State. Iowa would open against Maryland. It's all conference play, obviously. Minnesota against Michigan State. Nebraska against Rutgers. Northwestern against Penn State. Purdue against Michigan. Wisconsin against uh, Indiana. So that is your opening weekend of action in uh, in the Big Ten. I'm scrolling through really quickly again. October 24th is scheduled to be Michigan against Ohio State. Uh, and that obviously is a uh, is a big deal, uh, just in the context of the uh, of the of the season overall, which usually 
completes the season, Michigan and Ohio State will play on October 24th, which means Michigan will have three more games in the Big Ten after Michigan will now finish their season against Northwestern. And interestingly, Ohio State will finish their season against Iowa. Uh, If you are a uh, Penn State Nittany Lion fan, you will finish your season against Illinois. So uh, not really a lot of great final week matchups in the Big Ten now with that Michigan and Ohio State game moving. So that is a a big storyline out there. Starts Uh, off nice. And Clay, you started the show by talking about this crazy time with all the sports we have. Imagine adding college football and NFL into the mix. Yeah, no kidding. It's September. I want to also say this, big news, my agent, Nick Kahn, at CAA, who represents a ton of people in the world of sports in general, also represents the Southeastern Conference, uh, among others. He is leaving to become the number two man to Vince McMahon at the WWE. Big time move there. He's a brilliant guy, smart, strategic leader. Uh, He's leaving CAA, the head of their sports media department, to become the number two man to Vince McMahon at the WWE, I think it's a fabulous hire for them. He's the one who negotiated all of their big television deals uh, with the WWE. He's killed it for them. That's a super smart hire by them. This has been OutKick. I need an agent now, though, on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 